Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Galaxy Finance. Sponsors and personal friends that I trust, that I trust enough to go to with questions about my own finances. That's not a sales pitch, that's fact. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With official interest rates at an all-time low, the lenders want your business. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact, ask for Leanne, and mention Unfiltered for a free chat. A free chat. No obligations. A free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Galaxyfinance.com.au is where you can find them. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This is the Legend Series with Jewel International Lorty Dakiri. Part two, the story continues. Twenty-three, twenty-four years of age, career best footy, the world at your feet, then rugby union. Yeah. Why? Well, I'm not gonna lie. The money was good. Yeah. Money was good. Uh and it was like five, six, seven times the amount of I was making at the Broncos. Wow. Yeah, that's impossible uh, to ignore. Yeah, well, especially for where I was in my career. Yep. Um, I, I played Origin. I'd won a grand final. I played for the Kangaroos. Yeah. Uh, and I, I genuinely, you know, wanted to play rugby at some point in my career. Yep. Given my father and my family. That's right. History. I, I, I wanted to give it a go at, at, at a certain time in my career, and that just came um, at, at a good time. And the Rugby World Cup was in Australia in 2003, so I made that decision in 2002, um, obviously at the end of that season, yep. uh, to start in 2003. I was really gutted, uh, and it was probably one of the hardest decisions I'd had to make um, in my footy career. I bet. Yeah, great because it was a, it was a, I was in a great team. Uh, I didn't really want to leave. Like I, I formed some some great combinations and friendships with the boys there. Uh, but you also don't want to be the guy that looks back twenty years time and says what if. Yes, and, and there's a few of those. Mm. Uh, and you know, I, there's probably I talked to I talked to Michael Hancock about it actually. There we go. Yeah, liquor. Uh, and he said, mate, he regrets, you know, he had great, he, I think he won five or six premierships yeah. as well. He was with, with Kevin. Very Kevy. successful, yeah. Um, but he probably regrets at times um, that he didn't go out and have a look. Yep. Like he got talked back into staying at the club. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Like he's still a great part of the setup there. He's in the development team at the Broncos. Yep. Um, champion bloke liquor, but he is a guy I spoke to um, through that time. Wow. He was just finishing up as well, and he said, "Mate, if I had my time again, um, I would probably 
have a look uh, and see what was out there. Because I think he got offered big money maybe to go to Manly or maybe the dogs back in the day. Yeah, vaguely rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. So um, – Dual international number 45. Yeah. That is an elite club to be in, mate. How special is that tag to you? Is it – is it something you're proud of or doesn't mean as much as we would think? Oh, to be honest, mate, it, it, it feels good when, when people say it. Mm. I sort of don't go out there and say, oh, yeah, the Jewel National, this, the Jewel National, that. But it, it, it feels nice. I, I think it's probably great for my kids. Yeah. Um, more so than me. Um, I hope, it hopefully makes them feel as, as proud as what people perceive it to be. Mm. Um, because, yeah, it's not, it's not easy. I guess to go from one to the other and then back, uh, and you know both my boys, my older boys anyway, uh, are playing both coats right at the moment. So um, you know it's nice that you can sort of give them a bit of advice. Not that they listen <laughs> about their footy, and uh, you know you've got some sort of you know backing behind you, but no, they yeah. don't listen anyway. Uh, history test, you're number 45. Who's dual code international 44 and 46? So who was the one before you and after you? Sailor's got to be before me. He's two before you. Rogers. Rogers is before you. After me? The forgotten one. Let me. Tahu. Tamana Tahu. I was going to say Falau. Yeah, no, he's he's after after time. Yeah, when you said forgotten one, yeah, Tamana, yeah. You'd play the O three World Cup. You'd score a try in the final against England, but ultimately those dreams would be shattered. Yep. I spoke with Matt Rogers on the Legends series interview last year. He admitted he still thinks about that game and that moment every day of his life. Does what, he? What about you? Are you able to let go? Well, I let go because I, 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 I haven't watched that game. I, they, I never watched it sort of back in full. You yep. know, you see highlights at, at lunches and lunches because yeah. the English, you know, they haven't won a lot in the last hundred or so years. And then dickheads like me bring it up every so <laughs> often. <laughs> no, I uh, – yeah, there's a few things you sort of – yeah, I, I've actually spoke to Rad about <laughs> – Kicking the ball out more than uh, like a ten meter gain. Yeah, and I think he's and he's probably into me about mate. Stop bringing that up. Yeah, um, in that final play, but you know things lead to that. I think we were chasing England most of the night. To be yeah. to be honest, yeah, Good they were the best team in, in the world for the you know one or two years before that. Yep. They'd beaten New Zealand in New Zealand, which hadn't been done for a long time. Mm. Uh, and we were, we were chasing, we were chasing them. Uh, and you know what kept us in the game was Elton Flat, Flatley's conversions. Yes. Uh, but you know, I, I think to myself now about we could have played that a bit better. Like we only, like after I scored, we only, that was the only time we kicked mm. to me. And I could have had a one on one with a fullback a lot of the times. Uh, that was little Jason Robinson. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we could have been smarter about that, but such is life, mate. Across the journey, not everything was sweet 24-7. Uh, yep. No need to go there or specifics yep. for other interviews. From a human study point of view, yep. how do you cope with upset, with disappointments, mm. with adversity, uh, with heartbreak? 
what coping mechanisms have you put in place that work for you? Because we're all different yeah. and, and, and us blokes are a bit slower and we we mature late, I think, mm. and as a result our learning curve continues a lot longer. Yeah, for, well, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm still learning, mate. Mm, me too. I'm still learning about how to deal with um, those ups and downs of life, mm. ups and downs of, you know, you know what transpired at different times in my career, um, what was good at the time when things did happen for me when I was playing footy was my sanctuary is getting back on the footy field. Yeah, uh, and dealing with that, in, in um, and just letting go there, uh, using your aggression as a positive, almost positive there, yeah. but also I'm almost calm on a game day on a footy field, um, probably rather than any other time in my life back back then. Anyway, it just feels natural. It just feels natural. It just feels like I'm. That's awesome. This is this is this is my sanctuary. This is what I. Yeah. This is where I should be. This is what I love. Um, but I've found lately getting back into with the boys has been great. Yeah. That's, that's helped. But I've found, um, you know, I don't want to f- see more kumbaya and stuff. I, I, I like a bit of gratitude, mate. I, I, I mm. you know, I wonderful say thanks for where I've, what I've done and mm. um, gratitude in where I am and just you grounding know, yourself, grounding myself yeah. to, you know, I've, I've got a you know good little family that. Yeah. That still love me, and I've got a family, you know, a greater community who still love me. Yep. Um, just everyday things, mate. Just in gratitude about, um, you know, having a, having and living the life I've lived, that, um, and, and a living awesome. it really helps. I love that outlook. You would have played with and against dozens, if not more of young men that were equally as talented, if not more talented than yourself or Gordon or Wendell. What's the difference with you guys? Is it a mental strength? Is it a resilience? What what separates you elite level guys from from the rest of us? And I don't mean to embarrass you. No, no, mate, I think – I think you're just probably a little bit more competitive and you're a little resilient in – how much you want something? Yep. So I was pretty lucky. I don't. I can't speak for other guys. I saw my brother. He was a hell of a lot more talented than me. Okay. Uh, and he gave it away because he he copped a couple of you know not knocks but knockbacks in. I guess getting picked in different things and yep. and and he didn't really pursue it a lot. Yep. He didn't bite down on the mouth he didn't guard and bite stuff. Down I'm, on the gonna, mouth. I'm making this. Yeah. yeah. And I probably benefited from that. Yep. Seeing that happen to him mm. and thought, well, you know, if I want to go down this road, I'm actually not as talented as him. Mm. Um, but, you know, once I got that opportunity at 16 to get on a Bronco scholarship, yeah. I was like, as you said, mate, I'm biting down here. Mm. I am. Got a massive opportunity to have a career, you know. But I was at school. Yes, I was okay. Mm. Probably should have tried harder. Yeah. Um. I'm. You know. I is that what your report card said as well? Yeah. Yeah. Lottie's a nice kid. Should have tried harder. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, 
Yeah, so and I just thought, and, and I go back to a, a story in when I first came into a Broncos camp. Um, they had, you know, the sixteen-year-olds come in to train with the first grade squad. I remember the first time being with uh, Wayne talking to us, and here I was at sixteen. My highest level of rep footy was Met West. Yep, in in Brisbane and. You know, and they invite us to a camp, and all the guys around me were like Queensland schoolboy reps, Australian schoolboy reps, all guns. And then Wayne actually said, you know, he said he's people, but what stuck out to me the most was he actually said in the speech, there'll only be two, maybe three blokes out of this group that will go on to play first grade footy or. Have, have, a, have a career wow. playing professional um, in, in, in this group. Yeah. And I was like, I looked around and thought, fuck. I'm, I'm actually, I'm a no one here. Yeah. Like there's boys, you know, that were playing, you know, had the big, big reputations. Yeah. And then, um, and I, and at that point, I thought to myself, well, I want, I want one of those spots. Mm. You know, I'm going to try hard. I know I've, I've got a certain amount of ability. I wasn't the best trainer at the start of a preseason, okay. um, but I, um, I I tried hard, and I got I actually learnt to to work hard uh, with you know playing and training with that uh, those older guys. That's they trained really hard, uh, although they they they. Partied hard. No, they didn't party hard, but they enjoyed themselves, but they worked hard. Yeah. We worked hard. It's the hardest I've ever worked was uh, a Broncos preseason. You came back to rugby league, and I don't think there was anyone in rugby league that wasn't happy to have you back. Your first game back, first touch, and a try. Yeah. Mate, that's fairy tale stuff. My fairy tale. You couldn't have scripted any better, mate. I. Uh, it was. It was weird. Well, I mean, that's not probably not the right word. I played the Sunday before. I played for Leicester against London Irish. That's right. Uh, and it was the mad dash back home. The mad dash back home. So I get on a plane on Tuesday, arrive back in on Wednesday, go see the boys training on the Wednesday. Luckily for me... Uh, it was round one, NRL yeah. 2010. Luckily for me, the Tigers, who I'd obviously signed with, um, and Stephen Humphreys was a big part of that. He's yep. now the CEO at uh, Manly. Great, yeah. great bloke. 100%. Uh, he obviously yeah, flew over and, and saw me, but I get I remember getting back. Um, and as I said, the great thing for me was the Tigers played on the Monday, Monday night footy, the last game of the round. Yep. Tigers versus the Seagulls at the SS, SFS. Yep. This episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, Galaxy Finance. Sponsors and personal friends that I trust, that I trust enough to go to with questions about my own finances. That's not a sales pitch, that's fact. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With official interest rates at an all-time low, the lenders want your business. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you 
and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact, ask for Leanne and mention Unfiltered for a free chat. A free chat. No obligations. A free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Galaxyfinance.com.au is where you can find them. So, Sheenzy says, mate, come and say hello to the boys. Maybe come in on um, Friday, do some weights, and then Sunday, captain's run. Yep. That's all you got to do. Just, just, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I'm, 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 I'm playing. Yeah. I thought, uh, I, I didn't think actually um, whether, whether he was going to give me a rest or give me a couple of weeks to, to sort of find my groove. It actually worked out well just to throw me straight in the deep end. Yep, it did. Yeah, and, and just to go and, mate, here you go. Go out there and, and – because I, I obviously knew how to play, but having not played a, a game of rugby league for six years mm. – I, I, don't, I actually don't think I, I touched the ball because I was that nervous until that first try, which was about six or seven minutes in. Normally as a winger, yeah. you're bringing the ball out of trouble or, yep. or something like that. Um, I, know, I think I made it one or two tackles before that. So I was like, I just want to feel my way Mate, I, rem- I remember the night. It was, Mon- as you said, Monday night. It was a Fox Sports game. I was on the sideline. Yeah, line. there you go. I interviewed you after the game and it was probably the only time – I've ever seen you speechless. You were just like, how good is it to be back oh in rugby league? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So good to be back too. So good to be back. I, I just remember it, we'd actually practiced that move. That's the only thing I, wow. I remember coming off the back of the scrum with Chris Lawrence down the side. He'd draw two in and then he'd offload it. Luckily, I got it down. I think it may have been even been a forward pass. <laughs> Take it. Take it off. I'm taking it every day of the week. One game from the grand final in 2010 oh, with the Tigers. Man. Yep. But we'll fast forward to 2014. You joined South Sydney. Yep. You're on one one more for the road, I guess. You yeah, know, that's what it was. In terms of your footy career. Yep. The Rabbits rocketed into the grand final on a wave of good footy. Huge momentum and a supporter base with dreams. Yep. Your last game ever, a grand final, a premiership, a lap of honour, dreams come true type of stuff and a send-off very, very few in history have been able to enjoy. Mate, amazing. As I said, attitude of gratitude. I am grateful for Mm. the way that panned out. Like that year, even the year before, I'd, I'd, I'd just been injured since 2011 yeah. at the Tigers pretty much. Every time I came back, I'd play two or three games maybe and get injured again. I'd yep. never been injured in my career. Uh, but I've got a last chance saloon at at uh, Souths. Like I said with early in my career about biting down and not wanting to let it go, I said if I get another chance because I did get dropped at the start of that year. Um, okay. In round four or something. Wow. Something like that uh, against Canberra. I, I don't think I actually played too bad, but Madge is ruthless. Yeah. So I was an old bloke. Yeah. There was kids knocking on the door. So I'm like, so he, he actually told me pretty much straight after the game. That's brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. He obviously wow. was thinking about it the week before. 
I didn't think I played too bad. Yeah, I was done, and then I, I spent a bit of time with at, at the North, you know, the North Sydney Bears, great club. Um, in, but in not New South where Wales you wanted club. to be. Not where I wanted to be. Yeah. I just tried to make every post a winner back there, and then I said to myself, if I ever get the chance to get back up, I'm biting down here, and not mm. letting it go. So I get that chance about seven, eight weeks later, and then I come to part of that run that we we go to the march towards the grand final. I was really just playing a bit part, mate. I was old. I was really there just to calm nerves, I think. Yeah. As an older guy, I remember at the start of that year, Madge played a lot when I first did first come back into um, preseason. Madge was really focused on – I just remember Justin Horro. Yeah. He scored – we, apparently the year before they got knocked out in the prelim. prelim Justin yeah. Orr apparently had a, an absolute – he brained him. Wow. Um, so he was putting up pictures or, or video of, you know, this. how's this happened? Mm. Like in preseason. So, you know, I, I think for me it was just to calm nerves um, as an old bloke. I, I thought that was – Part of my role, yeah. and I, I, I sort of took that on. I remember against the the, the Roosters in the prelim, yeah. 2014, we go down 12-0 in the first 10 minutes. And I think I, I could see it. I could see because I think preceding two years, I think they were in – they got knocked out. Yeah. I think in 12 and 13, they get knocked out in the prelim. Yes. So I could see it in a few blokes' eyes – here we go again. Here we go yeah. again. So I'm – it was – I don't think I did it, but I, I think I was part of it. I was like, eyes in, boys. We've, we've got this. Yep. Let's just calm the nerves. We've done this before. We've got these blokes covered. Uh, and then, you know, we, we sort of go out and do a few sets pretty well. Ben Teo comes on and changes a bit of momentum of the yeah, game. Yeah, that's right. Uh and then we go on a scoring spree and we score 40-odd points. And I think that's where we won the premiership was in that prelim that night. Yeah. Not to say, you know, the Dogs obviously were a tough grand final game, but I think we won it off the back of finding that, finding something um, in that place. Because Roosters, 2014, that current premise. Yeah. That's, yeah, 12-0, you're thinking they're home and host. Yeah. Um, so I think we, we found we found something there and, and that's what really spurred us on to, you know, go all the way the next week as well. Looking back as we sit here in 2022, what do you change and what are you most proud of? What do I change um, throughout my career? Yeah. Probably some of that stuff, mate, about, uh, you know, being – having your head in the clouds at different okay. times, sort of coming down um, and being a bit more grounded. Yep. Um, I don't really – you know, regret is a, is a funny word, mate, because, um, you know, you, I, I'd like to learn from – you know, there's a few things I – um, you know, you sort of regret, but you you, you hope you, you learn from those mistakes. Yeah. I probably do regret maybe 
2007 Rugby Union World Cup, we played – Yep. In our last pool game, we played Canada and we played all right. And then we're going into the quarterfinal against England. Mm. And I said, maybe I was just trying to fire up or give a bit of positivity to our forwards. But I, I said that England didn't really have any world-class players. Yeah. Um, as opposed to – I didn't say we did, but I'm saying they didn't. Yep. And that probably f- spurred them, yeah. fired them up a fair bit. I probably regret saying that because I remember then their scrum Brutal. the next week absolutely annihilated us. Jeez. We were still in the game. Yeah. And we only lost by two points. Yep. But us as backs, we never got, we never saw the ball. Just a forwards just, game. It was a forwards game. And I'll probably, after the game, I do regret saying that because I'll probably pump them up a little bit yep. too much and wanted to give us a bit of a – or give me or, or, or whatever a bit of a mm. touch-up. And, and, yeah, that's just probably one thing I do regret. What was the other part of that question? What are you most proud of? Most proud of – I really love the fact I walked around the ANZ Stadium, whatever it's going to be called these days mm. – with my two oldest sons um, in a victory lap uh, winning the 2014 grand final. Um, I'm really proud of sharing that with them, you know. Uh, You know, you don't really get that chance. Hopefully one day if they want to play footy, they get the chance to do that themselves. But going around – and actually when we went round – I found my dad in the crowd um, and, cool. and some family members. Yeah. And that was pretty cool as well. Almost seems the perfect positive note to call full time. 167 NRL games, two premierships, six origin games for a one series and a drawn series, 13 tests for both Australia and Fiji, as well as 67 appearances for the Wallabies. Been a pleasure, Lord Adekiri. You, sir, are a legend. Andy Raymond, thank you very much. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legend series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth, personal, and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. The weekly wodge drops in time for your weekend. It's full on and the hottest podcast on the market. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to interviews with the stars? And on every episode, you can hear up to a dozen different players and coaches, both past and present, giving their thoughts on the great game. It's fast-paced, full of footy and laughs. It's a must-listen. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. That way, you won't miss a thing. Every episode will drop immediately. Before you go, we'd love a five-star rating and review. It's not for ego, it's for business, as we look to expand the unfiltered brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends.